NZ Football Podcast, episode 48. Uh, my name's Tom Hayes, and joined with me as always is Ryan Shop. Ahoy! In today's episode, we'll go uh, through the week uh, just past. Obviously, we had the Champions League finalists confirmed, uh, a little bit of uh, Super League news, and some relegation news as well. So, yeah, a bunch of games to get through. Um, so, yeah, we'll get straight into things with the rundown. This week on The Rundown, on Thursday, Manchester City and Chelsea were confirmed as the 2021 UEFA Champions League finalists after Manchester City on Wednesday defeated uh, Paris Saint-Germain and Chelsea on Thursday defeated uh, Real Madrid. Both teams, uh, an all-English final, um, it's it's becoming a more... uh, Common time, occurrence. Second time in three uh, seasons. This is Manchester City's first final appearance in the Champions League yeah. and Chelsea's third. Yeah, so Ch- yeah, Chelsea's first since 2012 when they won it. Um, yeah, pretty much covered all my notes there. So yeah, um, I guess we could talk about what would happen if either side were to win. Now, with Ch- I guess I've, I've said it would be a fairy tale either way. So... With Chelsea, if Tuchel would pretty much get his like revenge for being sacked from PSG after yep. losing it last year and then winning it the next season at a new club, which would be the first person to do that. He's the first person to make a final uh, in a new club. He's, he's the first person seasons. to yeah to yeah. come from one club in the Champions League <laughs> final and go the the next year, um, the next the next final, um, yeah. not even next year. Um, <clears throat> At a different club and take them to the Champions League final, which yeah. is pretty remarkable. So that'll probably be one of the biggest stories if Chelsea were to get up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then over at Man City, um, one revolving around Sergio Aguero uh, back in 2014 when he said um, he wasn't going to leave Man City until they won the Champions League. Well, they've certainly spent more money than pretty much anyone else trying to get the Champions League yeah. title. So over a billion, over a billion pounds. Yeah, um, um, but yeah. Uh, it would obviously be a little bit more, whereas heartwarming yeah. in his in his final match for the club as well. It would be yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I I'm obviously biased. Um, but um, <laughs> tip I don't Man know City one nil. Hey, you'll tip Man City one nil. I can pencil that in. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's a bit of a different circumstance. I mean, City have never been really well prior to their takeover. They're never really. Um, what's the word? Oh, they never really made it into Europe and they yeah. never, you know, and then they had to spend a lot of money. Whereas Chelsea, consistently before they were taken over by Roman Abramovich in the 90s and the 80s, 70s, they're actually the first English team to qualify for the uh, the Cup Winners' Cup, which back. is what the Champions League used to be called. Yeah. But they weren't allowed to take part because the FA banned them. They said you couldn't mm. take part in um, the first division at the time. This was in 1954, 1952 or something like that. And, um, yeah, so it took a while for them to get back into Champions League. But, um, yeah, Chelsea did have a history with, you know, competitive European football. Um, yeah, but, yeah, I don't know. Is it worth it, do you think, if you're a City fan, to know that your club spent I mean, that, billions, fan, potentially billions of dollars to win one trophy? Um, fans not really. I mean, they've, they've won they've everything won, else. Obviously, yeah, they've won everything else. I mean, the fans, I, I don't know if they care, but... Um, yeah. It's just interesting, but you know they. It'll be the main thing that they're criticised on for that. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and criticise them for it. I mean, yeah, good on them, but you know, um, and if they don't win it, 
they're arguably, arguably the favourites if they don't win it. Um, and Pep doesn't. I mean, he says he's going to stay there until they do, but they haven't made a final yet. Um, yeah. Um, and the only team to win in their first final appearance from barring, I think, Aston Villa? Oh, no. Maybe. It's very rare that a team wins on their first final appearance. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that you really means the, nothing. You just have the upper hand beating them over the weekend. <laughs> I just think it's... There's no more excuses more for Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's I mean. not. I don't think it's an upper hand because um, anything can happen. Obviously, it's a one-off game. But yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I guess while to. we're still on the talk of Champions League, there's also uh, rumors circulating that the final may be relocated to Wembley. Um, yeah, I don't think it's been official no. yet, but it is a good chance. Well, because Turkey are on the. Bandly, yeah, the Aston bandly. Villa came out before all this and said that they'd offer Villa Park. Um, <laughs> bit, if bit weird about that, but I think if it was going to happen in England, if it's, if it's going to be moved to England and UEFA sanction it, it has to be Wembley because it's the yeah. most neutral ground. Yeah, um, it's where they play all the cup finals, biggest you know the national stadium. Um, but I'm sure Istanbul will do whatever needs to be done. Yeah, um, to ensure even if there's no fans, which would be gutted because they were allowed eight thousand four from each. Um, which would be last year as big well. step, yeah. And of course, the both <laughs> clubs want to have fans there. And if it's at Wembley, it'd be easier for the fans to get there, and they wouldn't have to. Exactly. Main thing was the fans, you know, risking um, having it's, to quarantine when they get back. They'll still or, be allowed eight thousand, won't they? Because they, they would eight, be. They had eight thousand at the League Cup final, I believe, or sixteen thousand, I think it was. FA Cup's meant to be more, I think. That's this at weekend Wembley. as well. So I don't know, but um, it'll be half half and. Yeah, I think if it's at Wembley, it makes more sense. But then again, Istanbul didn't get to host it last year. Um, they've obviously spent a lot of money and it's probably big for them and, uh, um, you know, puts Istanbul on the map. It's a tourism thing as well. But they are going through another coronavirus spike and the best thing yeah. is about the fans and uh, safety and um, the safety of the players. But, you know, who knows? Um, if the FA and UEFA are in talks. Um, yeah, and I guess not just Istanbul, it's the other... Clubs because they, they tee up the um, finals in advance. Mm-hmm. So um, 2022 was meant to be at Allianz Arena, which is Bayern Munich's uh, home ground. And then 2023 was meant to be Wembley. So if it comes to Wembley this year, do you reckon they move Istanbul to 2023 or do you reckon it just gets shifted back again and Wembley will get the chance to host I don't know. It again? Um, it, that, that seems like an, a solution. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Uh, anyway, moving on. on I'll s- quickly... Okay. <laughs> mention one more time while we're on the topic of European football uh, the UEFA uh, yeah, UEFA Europa League was also uh, that that final's also been confirmed yep Villarreal um, will take on Manchester United I believe the week before or the, the couple of days before maybe um, yeah just before yeah and so that one's also and where's that meant to take place I'm doing that right now <laughs> I think it's um, Gdansk it Which is, is in Poland. So it's, yeah, three days before, and it is. doesn't have a venue. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's Gdansk. One moment. Yeah, Gdansk. Yeah, as I thought. Um, yeah, but I don't know what things are like in Poland, but it doesn't look like. And there's no real argument because they're not both English. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, it, unless yeah. something else happens with Poland, I um, don't know. Anyway, moving on. On On Saturday, Real Madrid, Juventus and Barcelona uh, released a joint statement uh, refusing to leave the failed European or the Super League. Mm. Um, 
Obviously, Real Madrid, the head of uh, their president, is the head of uh, this imaginary Super League um, that you know failed dr- dramatically. Uh, Juventus and Barcelona sticking it in. Um, I can only see this ending badly for all of them. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Um, and Juventus not doing very well in their own leagues as well. Fifth, they're fifth right now. Mm. Um, but yeah, the the statement that they put together, the joint statement, it re- reiterated the reason uh, the Super League was founded in the first place. So with the aim of providing solutions to the current unsustainable situation in the football industry. Um, so they're just sticking by that statement, the original statement, I believe. Um and then following this, UEFA said they'll take appropriate action against the three teams still supporting the formation of it. Now, what do we think the that appropriate action could be? Banning them from... I've seen uh, a two-season ban from the Champions League. I don't see them being indefinitely well, banned. Well, I think... No, not indefinitely. I I've think two-season yeah, ban. I think a ban from the Champions League for these three clubs for a period of time would be ideal because the other clubs have... They quickly moved and turned the other way, and they mm. should still maybe be ban- uh, be punished a little bit. But they're refusing to, yeah, you know. So I don't think that's the right thing to well, do, yeah. and I think they need to be punished harder than the other clubs. Yeah. It's only fair. The nine clubs that did leave um, have been sanctioned with three hundred million euro fines. Yeah, um, which I don't know if that's enough, <laughs> just for causing this whole upstir. Because um, in the end of the day, that's still not, you know. But it's yeah, it's a fine quickly. line, I a think. T- a two-season miss in the Champions League for these three clubs will be huge. Like It would be. Financially. Would be financially especially. massive on them. Um, just to bring it back, I mean, Barcelona and Real Madrid, they're both obviously struggling financially at the moment. Um, Real Madrid are set probably to offload quite a lot of players. Barcelona probably, probably won't spend quite a lot of money. Um, they'll probably be looking for frees and older players, potentially. Mm. Maybe some of the younger players to offload. And a lot of their wage, their wage uh, bills set to be uh, cut a lot with a lot of their players, including Messi. Just, he used to resign. Yeah. <laughs> just um, something that uh, is not in here um, that I think probably just a quick mention is uh, the league on uh, Uber Eats, as it's <laughs> called. Um, Lille are edging ever closer yeah. to clinching their, I think, first uh, really? national title. Um, ahead of PSG still. Uh, PSG have a game in hand, I think. Do they not? I don't know. No, Last they're both on 36. Both played 36 games, um, but Lille, Lille have three one. points. Three. Um, over them. and uh, But PSG have a better goal difference, but still yeah, three so points Lille is three points. Lille has to lose or draw. Oh, I mean, obviously. I think if Lille wins another game, Who do they it's have? probably done. Um, I'll have a look. Oh, PSG drew with Ren. Hmm. Yeah, that was the game. So there's two two of. rounds left. Yeah. Um. So it'll be one more win. Lille have Saint Etienne, and PSG have Rennes. Yeah, and in the last um, one, Lille have Angers. Yeah. Angers. From but PSG what it looks rest. like. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah, a little, so. That means Lille needs to win one game. If both teams were to win, both games, then Lille win. But Lille has to lose a game. PSG have to win both to win. Yes. That makes sense, yeah. So they're in the driver's seat. And something mm. that's also not in here um, is that Bayern Munich clinched their ninth consecutive uh, Bundesliga yeah. title um, in a row. 
obviously that's what consecutive means. Probably don't <laughs> say that. Um, and I think something like the was it thirty eighth or something? oh no idea. lot they've won a lot won way more than the next best. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's good or uh, bad depending on the uh, Syria and the Bundesliga wrap. Oh. Wrapped the, up. The, the champions are wrapped up. Um, France is probably a week or two off. Or they are. A week <laughs> the Premier League's about a week off. You'd say. <laughs> could be. Could be this during could, this week. Could. Yeah. Um, but it's not over till it's over. And the the probably the best race of them all, the La Liga. Um, yeah, Barcelona are looking to looking like they might be able to. Atletico still on top with three games yeah. left. Um, and then Barcelona and Real Madrid are both on 75. All teams failed to... They all drew in their last game. Well, Sevilla and Barca... Uh, Sevilla drew with Real Madrid and Barca drew with mm. Atletico Madrid. Well, it was a big weekend. Um, but yeah. <coughs> yeah. Um, I don't, I'll just have a quick look, see what type of games they have. Atletico Madrid have Real Sociedad coming up. That could be kind of a big game. Um, Real Madrid have Atletico Club a week later. Um, Real Madrid have Villarreal, uh, Europa League finalists. Yeah, so they all they all have winnable games. So if if Atletico Madrid could hold on, that'd be miraculous. I reckon. And something that I know I know the Rangers Rangers uh, Glasgow Rangers won a, a long time ago. They're on ninety six points. Um, they were on two track games for like to go. Well over a hundred went. Oh no, they they have got way less games. If they do. Oh no, they're thirty eight. Is it? I think so. How many? They've only got like fourteen teams in the league, isn't it? Uh, twelve. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and the next best Celtic uh, on seventy three. Yeah, they won it bloody like two months ago. They did. They won it quite a long time ago. <laughs> all right. Um, um, the championship all wrapped up as well. Well, the playoffs yet to the be playoffs played. are yet to be played. But that's those clubs are set. They just got to fiddle for table position. Yeah. And um. I guess the last thing we can mention in the rundown is a little bit of a funny one, but Ed Sheeran has been named as the shirt sponsor for Ipswich Town for next yes. season yep. on a one-year deal, um, and he will sponsor both the men and women's first teams. He is, of course, a boyhood Ipswich Town yeah. uh, supporter. Um, I mean, he still is a supporter. He's been supporting him since Boyhood, he yeah. yeah. Um, so that's interesting. Maybe he will try and buy the club. Yeah, One day, the yeah. um the design was like question like what would what would it look like? Um, apparently, you know, like how his album covers, he has like the times, the divide. Yeah, yeah. It's apparently it's gonna be all those like it didn't look too bad. All what the I saw. math symbols with tour underneath it. Anyway, um, <laughs> or he just wrote his name Ed Sheeran. I don't know, or his face, <laughs> his face, yeah, uh, anyway. in red, in orange, his hair. Um, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Weird. Oh, the last thing before we end the rundown, is West Bromwich Albion confirmed their relegation from mm. the Premier League following their 3-1 loss to Arsenal. The first time Sam Allardyce has been relegated yeah. as manager of a Premier League team. He usually keeps them Probably. in. And now Fulham, if Fulham lose this week, they will be officially relegated. Um, yeah. But they're hanging on for dear life and hoping for a miracle. Yeah, they're nine points, yeah, if they lose next week. Um, yeah, we can talk a little bit more about the relegation in the results, which we're into yeah. now. All right. And that was the rundown. So this week in the results, uh, we obviously had Premier League and Champions League football to talk about. It all kicked off in match week 34. Um, 
the, the final two games there. West Bromwich Albion and Wolves playing at a 1-1 draw. And West Ham United defeating Burnley 2-1 at Turf Moor. Um, another, time, uh, another one of these games, uh, the West Ham game, was stopped in the 31st, 31st minute to let Saeed Ben Rama break his Ramadan fast. Um, so the second time in the se- in second weeks mm-hmm. that that's happened. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much all for match week 34. Uh, we moved on to the Champions League semi-finals, second legs. Uh, all started off Wednesday morning for us. Uh, Man City defeated PSG 2-1 at home. Uh, Di Maria was sent off for kicking Fernandinho after going 2-0 down. Yep. So pretty much just... Um, <coughs> Kicked the bucket, kicked Fernandinho's leg. Um, yeah, that was pretty much the end of their campaign. So, yeah, as we said before, Man City qualified for their first Champions League final ever. And then 24 hours later, Chelsea defeated Real Madrid two goals to nil. Um, and Timo Werner, Mason Mount scored to send Chelsea through to their first final since 2012. Um, one thing I wanted to mention, just because we both go for Liverpool and Chelsea, like, I think I, I think I told you this one anyway. Um, so in 2019, no, I think it was 2017, Liverpool sold Philip Philip Coutinho to Barcelona for yep. a lot of money. Mm. Two years later, they make a cha- uh, Champions League semi final, knock Barcelona out, and win the final. Mm. Chelsea was it two seasons ago? Sold Eden Hazard to Real Madrid, faced them in a Champions League semi final, knocked them out. Do they win? They do. Chelsea win. May as well hand them the trophy now. Uh, yeah, they bought bought quite a few players with that money that we got for Eden Hazard. And one of the reactions, yeah. um, Eden Hazard was a bit too happy um, when Chelsea uh, made it through to the final. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, um, which is... We kind of talk. Oh, no. Did we talk about it last week? Uh, Has, oh, no, no. No, of course it, not. I will talk about it in transfer. We didn't because the game didn't happen. Kind of given it away, yeah. But anyway, anyway. Um, as we talked about before. Yeah. We'll move on. Yeah, Chelsea and Man City will play that final, I believe, May 30, I believe. So I think that's a Sunday morning for us, which is shit. But it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, match week 35 over the weekend. Newcastle United defeated Leicester 4-2 at the King Power. Um, Callum Wilson effect. Mm. Scored a brace. Kalechi Nacho scored... Uh, I guess a consolation for City at the end of the game. He's 11th of the year. Um, so, yeah, Leicester consequently conceded third position to Chelsea as Chelsea went on to beat Man City, uh, climbing the table to third, um, which we'll get to in a second. Leeds United defeated Tottenham 3 uh, 1. Ryan Mason's first Premier League defeat. Yeah, that just didn't really. I don't know if they it's... got the first goal. Yeah, I don't and know. And then they it... leveled and then. Yeah. yeah, Stuart Dallas put Leicester uh, Leeds in front. Son put them one one. Then then they Leeds uh, haven't lost to a top six club at Allen Road this year. There you go, fortress. Somewhat, yeah, <laughs> somewhat of a fortress. Um, so yeah, I guess last week we talked about the low lows of Leicester. Uh, fuck me, Leeds. Low lows of Leicester. Yeah, we're talking this about the low lows of the Leicester. The high highs of Leeds football, which yeah. I guess it could be a frustrating club to watch it sometimes. If you are a diehard supporter, mm-hmm. I, I know actually I know a Leeds fan uh, on Twitter, and they they completely lose their marbles when they lose, and they, they completely forget about it when they win. It's funny. Um, <coughs> next, 
Uh, Crystal Palace defeated Sheffield, or oh, the relegated Sheffield United, two goals to nil at Bramall Lane. Um, no real major points on that one, as we talked about before. Chelsea defeated Man City 2-1 at the Etihad. Uh, Sergio Aguero missed a Panenka penalty before halftime. The penalty itself was a bit questionable, but um, nonetheless, they still lost. Um, Can so I yeah. just say that Chelsea also <laughs> probably scored about three goals. On top of this, they were all offside. So that's, was it all Timo Werner as well? I don't know. But I reckon he scored more offside goals yeah, than real goals. But I think the scary thing about that is if you're a Man City defender, that they can do that. Yeah. Um. I mean, they've been able to do it all season. Mm, I mean, when you go offside... Uh, not all season, I'd say since Tuchel's come in, probably. Yeah. More. Anyway, um, anyway, so yeah, Chelsea stop Man City from officially winning the Premier League for another week. Unless United were to lose to Villa, which they didn't. Um, we'll talk about that one also Sadly. later. Um, Sadly, yes. Um, Liverpool defeated Southampton two goals to nil. Uh, Thiago Alcantara scored his first Liverpool goal. Um, yeah. Good three points. Needed the three points. We need to win every game to bloody get top four, if it's any hope. Um, next, I think I wrote this wrong. Wolves won 2-1 against Brighton. I had 2-2. Uh, anyway, Brighton took the lead through Lewis mm. Dunk, who was then sent off in the second half. Um, and then Wolves went to score in the 76th and 90th minute to win the match. Neil Mope also saw red in the 97th minute. Um, so they finished the game officially with nine men, but I think it was after the final whistle he was given red, which was weird enough. Anyway, um, so yeah, Wolves claiming three points there. Brighton, um, I think, still mathematically could be relegated, but the chances of that are very unlikely. Yep. Um, for probably another week anyway. Um, where am I up to now? Aston Villa, as we just said, failed to beat Manchester United. They lost three goals to one. They were up 1-0 at halftime. Um, but second half goals from Bruno Fernandes, Mason Greenwood and Edinson Cavani saw Manchester United claim the three points. Um, moving on, Everton defeated West Ham. It's good for us, or good for me, I suppose. Uh, not that Everton won, but more that West Ham lost. Uh, Everton defeating them one goal to nil. Uh, West Ham deal, uh, dealt a huge blow in the top four race, falling to Dominic Calvert-Lewin and Everton. I think Calvert-Lewin just scored his, I think it was the 21st of the season, 16th in the Premier League. Um, so, yeah, going above and beyond this season. And lastly, Arsenal defeated West Bromwich Albion, three goals to one, relegating them from the Premier League for next season. Um, yeah, just a bit of biz- bit um, bizarre on the scorers for Arsenal there. Um, Pereira obviously scored for uh, West Bromwich Albion, which is not... Really surprising. But uh, Emil Smith-Rowe It's actually scored. a good goal. Yeah. Then, <laughs> Left foot volley. Then Nicholas Pepe scored. And I'll tell you what. So again, it was the bench his, I think it's his best goal he scored at Arsenal, right? It is... Probably like the fifth goal he scored at Arsenal. He's, he's popped up every now and again this season. They paid 70, over £70 million pounds for he, him. The goal he scored was what he was mainly recognised for at Lille in the Liga. Like scoring those, you know, cutting in from the right, in on the left. And he could have been winning the championship with uh, the bloody... <laughs> he could have been winning could the... Could have won the league with Lille. Um, yeah. um, and has, then Willie Ann scored in the 90th minute. He has six goals in the Premier League, six goals in Europa League. So probably 12 a, goals this season. Yeah. Anyway, bit bizarre. Anyway... 
Um, yeah, one thing I did want to touch on. Yeah, Willian scored his first Arsenal goal um, with a free kick. Um, mm. One thing you also did touch on, Matthias Pereira. Um, probably, or arguably, probably not arguably, best West Brom player this season. Probably their most consistent. Can't think of anyone else that would well, done on that. It's definitely not Sam Johnstone. So. No. Um, no offence. Uh, he has scored... Uh, he scored 10 Premier League goals this season for mm. a midfielder. It's not that bad in it's 31 games. Do you think he'll retain a spot in the Premier League? Usually we see best players of relegated teams end up getting a transfer. That obviously didn't happen with Norwich that season. We expected a lot of them to lose players. I reckon he could get picked up by another Premier League club. He could, but I don't know. Don't know who. But no. I feel like I mean, Todd Kent, I feel like well, he's good enough. I feel like he's good enough up, to stay in the prem. He's coming back up with um, Norwich, so yeah. Who knows? He might stick around. Good <laughs> loyalty, perhaps. Um, and yeah, that's all we have for the results in this week. Uh, we'll now move on to transfer whispers. So this week on transfer whispers, we have quite a bit to get through. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten rumors, along with four contract rumors slash confirmed. Um, kicked off with one I wasn't expecting, but I'll talk about it anyway. Mohamed Salah from Liverpool to PSG. Mm-hmm. Uh, rumor. Um, what has been said about this? In the event that Kylian Mbappe is to leave PSG this summer, PSG will then target Mohamed Salah. Salah still has two years left on his contract. He's yet to extend. He's also reportedly ready to leave the club if the club being Liverpool, if he does not get a new contract, um, that meaning a, a better contract on better money. Um, yeah, very interesting. What would Liverpool do with the money? What would PSG? How much would PSG have to? That's nice. <laughs> what would PSG have to cough up for him? I don't know how strong this rumour is. A bunch of questions being thrown up. I thought I'd just chuck it in there. Throw the question out there. What are your thoughts on it? Uh, Mo Salah PSG, PSG for him. 80 he's, mil. He's played in Italy. He's played in Italy. <laughs> he's only played Maybe in, 70. He's played at Basel. 70, 80. Mil. Euros, yeah. He's worth... He's, his transfer market value is 110 mil. No, they're not getting that. Those room, uh, those those values rarely come to fruition. Mm. Um, but then Mbappe is the the question. Two hundred. Yeah, that's if if Mbappe is to leave. That's uh, <laughs> maybe Real Madrid does. does sell Mbappe ten leave, players to get him. Does Mbappe leave this summer? I don't think. If he was smart, he, he probably wouldn't. Yeah. Um, next up, moving on. Harry Kane is being targeted now by Manchester United. Now, he's worth 120 million. That US. would be a bad move for him. No shit. Um, <laughs> it would. It would be terrible. Manchester United are reportedly looking to sign Harry Kane for no more than 90 million pounds. Well, uh, they have his release clause at 200. So, but get this. Um, this is a ploy to win back the, um, I guess you could say the the trust of the fans. I don't think that's the right way to go about it. I think if they really want to, they would um, put Manchester up, Manchester United up for sale. I think they would do it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Harry, buying Harry Kane's not going to... I mean, he's good and he's, he's well-respected. Probably but one of the best. One, he probably wouldn't want to go there because he would kill his career. Um, he would. I can't he see can't. any... 
Well, I can't see any. The other side of Manchester, potentially, because they need a striker and he'd be... In, he's, you know. Um, no, nah, it's... Yeah. Uh, I'll move on. You might like this one, actually, as well. Uh, Marquinhos has been linked to a reunion with Thomas Tuchel at Chelsea. It's worth about 70 million euros, 26 years old, current PSG captain. They're good at stealing their captain, mm. Thiago Silva last season. Um, Tuchel would, be, would like to be reunited with Marquinhos this summer in hopes of strengthening his defence. Um, have also been rumoured with Jules Koundé of Sevilla, uh, David Alaba for a bit in the, in the winter. Could be a good move, another... Big money move would have to be for Marquinhos to be murdered, to be leaving PSG. Um, and what are your thoughts on that, being a Chelsea fan? What are you looking um, up? He's 26. He's not that old. Um, I don't think it would be such a bad idea. I think he could probably, you know, work his way in and then Thiago's probably going to retire or move on soon. He's getting old. Um, he'll be there next season, but um, it's probably a good long-term option. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not opposed to it. I don't think it's... It he doesn't excite be. me a lot, but I don't think he's... I think he's a really good player. I don't... You know. He's very well... He goes under the radar a bit. Hey? He's under the... He goes under he's the a, radar. He's a, a very attacking defender. Like, he scores a lot mm. for a defender, which is, I guess, obviously oh, unusual. I mean, Rudy could try and make... <laughs> Try, ran up the field to try and score a goal in um, the was it really? semi-final. Was Zuma? Oh, no, in the, I, I was just thinking of that Zuma. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. all the way from there. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I'll move on. Anyway, uh, Declan Rice has been linked to Manchester City. Um, reported that City will prepare a bid for Rice if Fernandinho decides to leave at the end of the season. Another if. Um, again. I can't see that happening. Yeah, a lot of clubs actually been looking at him this for this summer. And, which uh, it'll be exciting for him. He'll yeah. get a lot of offers. The, the only other club I can see him going to in England is Chelsea. I don't see him leaving England. So, well, the only other club besides West Ham I could see him playing for is Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, call me crazy, but that's that's what I think. Yeah. Next up, Jaden Sancho um, at Borussia Half Dortmund. Half price, Jaden Sancho. Hey, half price, Jaden Sancho. Almost. Uh, Pretty close. They wanted 110 mil for, or it was 108 mil, I think they wanted for him uh, last summer. They've now dropped their price to at least 78 million pounds, which is still quite a hefty fee. Mm-hmm. Um, Manchester United remain keen on him. He's not going to go there. <coughs> Apparently, he remains keen on them. But if they were to find the right price, because remember, at the end of last season, yeah. they had. Uh, agreed personal terms and everything. Yeah, I understand that. But when when a club is not willing to pay $108 million, you're not worth that much to me, you know? Well, now they're, the if, Dortmund if, have shown their price for him. Yeah, because he hasn't played that well this year. Oh, he's played pretty good. Not as well as he did the previous year. Yeah, well, not his best. Um, so, it, as a player, if you're a player, you go, they're not willing to pay that extra. They weren't asking for much. Like difference in terms of when they got down to it, they weren't millions and millions off. They weren't Arsenal. They were, you know what I mean. So yeah. I don't know. Ruins your confidence a bit. He's more of an assister than a goal scorer, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's um, last season. Anyway. He had seventeen goals, 
back in 16. Oh, 16. It's 16 goals, 17 assists. This year, he's... I reckon if I was him, that's that Dortmund, but that's right. Assists. Anyway, yeah, Dortmund have had a bit of a iffy year as well. Might not even qualify for the Champions League. That's still up for question mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, what will I, what did I have talked on this one? Um, yeah, so they're reportedly lining an, an £80 million uh, pound bid for Sancho. And also, just to touch on, United officially out of the race for Erling Haaland. I don't believe they were ever in it, but they always had their name in the hat, but never going to happen anyway. Yeah. Officially out of the race there. Uh, next up, Sergio Aguero has been contacted by Barcelona over his free um, transfer. They've and this initial, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, they've held initial talks with Aguero's representatives regarding his free transfer, including a cut to his current salary, which, as we talked about earlier, Barcelona are probably going to do this with a lot of players. Um, Memphis Depay is still a target for Barca, as he was last summer. Um, yeah, makes a lot of sense for him to go there. Obviously, Messi's there. Uh, be going back to Spain, where he played, played at Atletico Madrid, I believe. But yeah, back to Spain, uh, where he's played before. Yeah, uh, I would be in favour of this. If it was to happen, probably the most likely outcome for him out of all the clubs. Mm. PSG were also interested in him. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, next up, Ibrahim Akanate from RB Leipzig um, agreed his contract terms for Liverpool. Uh, that's just an update. They're yet to trigger the release clause, but it's set to be doing so in the summer. Uh, Jack Grealish from Aston Villa is being targeted by Manchester City. Um, that's just a rumour there. Not a great deal. We've talked about this one before. I think it was last summer as well. Um, another big one that could potentially be for Man City. Um, more of a winger. He can play midfield. There you go. We'll talk about that one in a second. Keep that up for me, actually. <laughs> I'll just mention that quickly at the end. Uh, next up, David De Gea has been rumoured to go to AS Roma. Now, obviously, his former manager, Jose Mourinho, was just hired there for the start of next season. Um, and he reportedly plans to reunite with De Gea, bringing him over to Roma as he looks set to depart Manchester United. Um, as we've seen the second half of this season, Dean Henderson's pretty much taken over the number one spot there, as we guessed would happen. Him and his cap. <coughs> yeah, with his cap. Played with a hat on yesterday. Um, but yeah, I, think I, I don't know what that would be for De Gea. He's obviously played in Spain and England. Might be a new venture he is for Spanish. him. Yeah, he's uh, 30 as well now, so might be that time of his career where Lots he tries something new. <laughs> um, and second, lastly, because we've just got one coming through now. I'm not sure how. It's one football, so <laughs> they do put out a lot of rubbish. Um, I'll just put this out. Tammy Abraham linked to West Ham. Uh, yeah, West Ham are readying a loan offer. There you go. That's all I know. <laughs> there you go. Don't know how long for. Probably a year. 20 uh, years. As it is. Um, but yeah. 20. We talked about him potentially leaving Chelsea uh, this uh, next season. Uh, so lastly, I've got Bubakare Samare. The Lille CDM. Absolutely on fire for them. And they're probably going to... They might clinch the, uh, the league soon. Um, yeah, he's agreed to personal terms with Leicester reportedly since February. Um, so the negotiations for a fee are still ongoing with Lil, uh, but oh, that one's an ongoing one. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that I think was ongoing was uh, who's the Chelsea player on loan at AC Milan? Tomori. 
they are Garo they may trigger Boy. his uh, buy clause in his contract, which is twenty two mil. Um, that one's also in the works. Now, contracts. Bloody hell, this is going to be is another it Inter? long episode. Hey, is it Inter? No, is that AC Milan? Are you sure? Yeah. He played his best game for the season when they beat uh, Juventus oh, yeah. as well. Um, so, yeah, contracts. Here we go. Edison Cavani, his contract talks are ongoing with Manchester United. He's 34, uh, but he's set to be offered a new one-year contract worth £250,000 per week. Um, I'll quickly move on to the other Manchester United player they've offered. Um, <laughs> compare the pair. Uh, Bruno Fernandes is reportedly... Uh, set to be offered a new contract, seeing his wages double from a hundred thousand a week to two hundred thousand pounds a week, which is still fifty pounds. Fifty thousand pounds less. <laughs> yeah, he will have a hefty goal bonus. It's the penalty. Um, but yeah, it's. I think it's weird that Cavani's being. Like, obviously, he's like a. He's almost like a, like a marquee signing Cavani. So I guess that's why he's on the big bucks. But you know. 200,000 a week for Fernandez will put him up. I'd take it. Yeah, so Cavani's is uh, offered for one year. Uh, next up, we have uh, Jorginho from Chelsea, who was another player that was sort of looked like he was on the verge of leaving when, when Frank was there. Um, but now that Tuchel's come in, he's probably one of the... Well, he's still not in the squad 100% of the time, but, you know, he's getting more game time than he was. Um... Chelsea will open talks to extend his contract soon. So that one's an ongoing one. Neymar Jr., uh, lastly, Neymar Jr. Um, finalised and confirmed his new contract extension at PSG, official and confirmed. Um, so yeah, it's a three-year contract extension. So it'll see him through till June 2026. Um, he's 29 right now. So in five years' time, what's that, 34, probably... Almost until the three the, yeah, the end of his career, hey. Five, no, three. three three year extension onto his current one. Yeah, twenty twenty five. So that's four years. Oh yeah, sorry, twenty twenty five. The option they have a an agreement to extend for a season during the time of the contract. I forgot. Okay. To that. Yeah. So it could be twenty twenty six. Could be twenty twenty six, but the official contract's till twenty twenty five. Oh, he'll retire yeah. anyway. Anyway, yes. Um, he will be on six hundred and twenty five thousand euros per week Not which bad. totals to 30 roughly 30 million euros per season after tax and then all the sponsors and that yeah he'll be making, probably making more from sponsors some some of the time he won't go hungry all that's up. for sure yeah exactly marcus rashford won't have to worry about him <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right that's all for transfer whispers uh we'll now move on to the fixtures and tipping for the upcoming week uh, now it's time for uh, the fixtures and our tipping for this week. We start off with the rest of match week 35, which sees Fulham taking on Burnley on Tuesday, May the 11th at 5am. Uh, this could see Fulham uh, at Craven Cottage be relegated back to the championship. Yeah. Um, what are you going for this one, Tom? I reckon they will get relegated and Burnley will win 1-0. I'm going to say exactly the same, 1-0 to Burnley. Next match is postponed matches. Um, the first one being match week 32, Southampton versus Crystal Palace on Wednesday, May the 12th at 4.45am at St. Mary's. And I think that Southampton will draw with Crystal Palace 1-1. I've gone with a Southampton 2-1 win. 
The next match is a match week 19 uh, rescheduled match, which sees Aston Villa taking on Everton on Friday, May the 14th at 3am at Villa Park. And I think that Aston Villa will win 1-0. I've gone with a 1-1 draw there. The next uh, match of the postponed matches is the match week 34 match that was interrupted by fans storming the pitch between Mm. Manchester United taking on Liverpool on Friday, May the 14th at 5.15am at Old Trafford. Uh, wonder if we'll see the same thing happen again. Who knows? Um, but I'm reported going... apparently a rumour is going around saying they've planned another protest on that day. I'm <laughs> going to go with a 1-0 to Liverpool. Uh, okay. I've gone with a 1-1 draw. Now we move on to Premier League match week 36. And we start off with Manchester United taking on Leicester City on Wednesday, May the 12th at 3am on at Old Trafford. Uh, what do you have for that one, Tom? I've gone 2-0 United. I have also gone 2-0 to Manchester United. Um, uh, just a quick mention. This game's actually played before all the postponed games. I've just done them out of order for some that's reason. That's right. But yeah. Uh, the next match... said the dates anyway. Yeah. The next match is Chelsea taking on Arsenal on Thursday, May the 13th. A London derby at 5.15am at Stamford Bridge. And I think that Arsenal will, will win one goal to nil. Yeah, I've gone Chelsea 3-1 in this one. The next match is Newcastle United taking on Manchester City on Saturday, May the 15th at 5am. Uh, at St. James's Park, I think that Newcastle will win 2-1. Okay, I think this is... Wait. <laughs> I think this is where City claim the title uh, 4-1 winners. The next match is Burnley taking on Leeds United on Saturday, May the 15th at 9.30pm at Turf Moor. And I think that Leeds will get over the top of Burnley... Four goals to nil. Gone leads 3-1. The next amount of goals in the game. The the next match is Southampton taking on Fulham on Sunday, May the 16th at 12am at St. Mary's Stadium. And I think that Southampton will win 2-0. Gone Southampton 3-0. The next match is Brighton and Hove Albion taking on West Ham United on Sunday, May the 16th at 5 A.M. at the Amex. And I think West Ham will win 5-1. I've gone West Ham 2-0. The next match is Tottenham Hotspur. No, the next match is Crystal Palace taking on Aston Villa on Sunday, May the 16th at 9pm at Selhurst Park. And I think Villa will win 2 goals to nil. I've gone Villa 1-0 in this one. The next match is Tottenham Hotspur taking on Wolverhampton Wanderers on Sunday, May the 16th at 11.05pm at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. What did you have for that one, Tom? I went 1-0 to Wolves. I will go 1-0 to Tottenham. Okay. The next match is West Bromwich Albion taking on Liverpool on Monday, May the 17th at 1.30am at the Hawthorns. And I... I think that Liverpool will win 1-0. I've gone Liverpool 3-0. The next match and last of match week 36 that we'll be tipping for is Everton taking on Sheffield United on Monday, May the 17th at 4am at Goodison Park. And I think that Everton will win 7-1. 
Brazil, Germany. Um, I've gone Everton 2 0. Now we move on to the FA Cup final, which takes place uh, between Chelsea and Leicester City on Sunday, May the 16th at 2.15 a.m. Uh, local Australian time. Um, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Australian Eastern Standard As Time. As all times are. As, yeah. Uh, <laughs> at uh, Wembley Stadium. Uh, and I think that Leicester City... Are we doing score? Yeah. Leicester City will win 1-0. And I've got Chelsea 1-0. Uh, that is scores, our scores, fixture scores, and scores, tipping scores. for this week. Uh, Tom is on 288 and I am on 252. Pulled it back by two. Good Indeed. Um, <laughs> Still 36 behind. You failed to get that 30-point buffer I, I offered you. You said there'd be a protest at the Emirates where fans got on the pitch, which didn't happen. <laughs> oh, well. Um, yeah, now we move on to yes or no. Now it's time for Yes or No. If you're new to the podcast, the way Yes or No works is Tom and I will each ask each other three different questions and we can simply only reply with Yes or No. Tom, would you like to go first? No. My first question to you, Tom, is has Harry Kane already got one foot out the door at Tottenham? Uh, I don't think he has. Yes or no, Tom? Yes or no? No. Also, Harry Kane related, my first question. If Harry Kane moved clubs, will he stay in England? Yes. My second question is, will Arsenal have new owners by the time we start next season? Ooh. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Uh, My second question is, should Jadon Sancho leave Borussia Dortmund this summer? No. My last question is, did Arsenal make the wrong decision replacing Unai Emery with Mikel Arteta? Or sacking Unai Emery? Uh, Given the results are worse now than they were when they sacked Unai Emery. Yeah, results-wise, yes. That's all I can say. (laughs) Damn it. I shouldn't have even said results-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Anyway, uh, my final question to you is, should Ruben Diaz be awarded with the Premier League player of the season? No. And that was yes or no. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to follow us on Twitter at GZ underscore football for all updates about us and the world of football. You can follow Tom on Twitter at... Uh, Thomas Hayes underscore. And you can follow myself at RP underscore shop. All the links and our contacts and references are in the description of this podcast. Thanks for listening. Ciao. See ya. See ya.